With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You are listening to Cracking the Rich Code with Miss Marilee. Your insider's club from authors and entrepreneurs across the country giving us their best to help us crack the rich code. And now, here is Miss Marilee. Well, welcome, everybody, to Cracking the Rich Code Radio. I am Miss Marilee. Today, I'm super excited. My guest is a visionary author with 13 book awards. She's a professional writer and editor with over 220 articles, book reviews, essays, and poetry. Her international newsletter, Global Citizen, earned her recognition from Colorado Governor Roy Romner and Richard Bach. Her professional writing began five decades ago. Uh, to include freelance book editing, corporate projects, ghostwriting, and more. Today, we're talking about how to live stress-free with Carol Messenger. Carol, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. <laughs> Can you hear me okay? Yeah. Okay, good. Well, I, I am excited. You know, we were talking a few minutes right before the show started, and, um, you know, I read your chapter, and I'm thinking to myself, I really hope people are paying attention to what she's saying. 15 book awards. Wow. Okay. Um, so <laughs> it's, I, I don't even have to ask, like, what do you do with your time? You are writing all the time, it seems. Well, that's the easiest part of my life. Wow. I, I hear you. I love it. It just comes to but, me. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When it comes to you, what do you what are you talking about? Do you get like uh, some people call it a download or you know just messages, inspiration? Yeah. It just comes um, to you and downloads. flows. No, it's a download. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, a okay. download. I yeah. love that. <laughs> yeah, so well, it's me. really nice that that's more mainstream now and people know about it. <laughs> I've, I've I started doing it in 1975 and and I was yeah. one of the few and. Uh, it just it comes to me word for word. Wow, I think that's awesome. Um, yeah, when you were saying that um, to trust and act upon the insights that come to me for guidance, explain that because some people don't know what that is. All I know is ever since 1975, when I had a, an unexpected, spontaneous trigger into higher consciousness. Uh, Ever since then, I have just learned by experience uh, that that to just go with, you know, you get a strong feeling like, wow, I need to do that, or wow, that feels really good. And when it just, when you get the chills and it just comes over you in a really strong way and, and it's a really positive yeah. vibe, you just know you have to do it, well, just do it. And That's every single right. time, I just jumped. I said yes. And the minute I did that, Cause, because when I first did it, it's like I had no idea what I was doing, where it would lead, what the outcome would be. I knew nothing except that, yeah, I have to do this. And so I did. And every single time something incredible happened. And I didn't learn why I was doing it until after I made the commitment. Mm-hmm. I can vouch for that 110%. And when I... I just read your chapter and went, wow, I am so impressed. It's like I can totally resonate with what you're saying and tell you that I I have experienced the exact same. So it was like so heartwarming to me to read what you were saying. I truly hope people pick up this book and read your chapter. Um, When you're talking about this, a spontaneous awakening, describe that. (laughs) Well, it'll be a book someday. (laughs) Uh, it it was a very highly dramatic and uh, Mm. I was facing uh, some major major uh, internal spiritual mental challenges and uh, it was it was basically in a way a crisis and yet 
uh, I just uh, I, I knew every step of the way I could walk away from it, but I was curious and so I hung in there with it. But it and I, it was a life-threatening situation uh, with, that triggered it. And all I know is uh, the bottom the bottom line is uh, I just held it together and. Well, I opened up. I, I opened up to uh, angels and prayer for the first time since my teens, and I, I, all of a sudden, I was aware of guidance and protection with me and around me, to see mm-hmm. me through it, and things mm-hmm. were never the same again. Mm-hmm. So, do you? I'm, I'm listening to this. I'm thinking to myself, do, do you think it takes something like that to get an awakening or? Something um, traumatic? Something life-changing? I don't know. In my case, mm-hmm. I guess I wanted to know, not have any doubt. I mean, mm-hmm. I could never question after that that something happened. I didn't. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like I was searching for this. I wasn't looking for it. I didn't know it was going to happen. It just came upon me. And mm-hmm. I, my feeling is, in my case, that that's what I needed to realize that was my two by four, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I right. and I just you know, there was never any question uh, after that that yeah this this was real and and mm-hmm. that doesn't mean it was easy after that, but it was a wake up call basically to mm-hmm. a higher purpose, a higher sense of direction, a, a recognition yes. of, of a calling, and and mm-hmm. and since. In like the usual way of like now what am I doing? How do I do this? What's the next step? That's all still there, but the clarity of an of, of an awakening to something greater than myself was mm-hmm. unmistakable. Mm-hmm. You know, um, in that same line, when you're talking about a spontaneous awakening to your higher destiny and purpose. And it yes. says, for the first time, you experienced the inner magic. That inner magic guided me. I love that you use the word magic because people don't believe in that. Well, that's what I, it, I feels, just, yes. it feels like. I know it's not really magic, except except magic is just an, is a natural is natural. It's not like mm-hmm. I think what we're, we're we all have. Everything that I've experienced, my, the sense of awareness and the recognition of, it, well, I have very strong, clear intuition. We all have yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And it's just a question of honoring it and not yeah. and not, dis, and not discounting ourselves and not doubting ourselves. That's really what mm-hmm. it comes down to. It really does. And you know what it is, is that surrender um, when you're like, okay, I, I know I'm afraid. But this is how I feel, and I'm just going to trust and go with it. I don't have to know how or why or anything, right? That's mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's probably why it works. You can- <laughs> right. Um, I like to think of it um, when we're talking about faith. People talk about faith like um, as if they're standing at the edge of a cliff, and they know that God will provide a bridge. And so they wait patiently, and it's like, no, in time, that bridge will come. I have faith. I believe that the bridge will be produced. That's their faith. But however, what you are talking about and what I absolutely resonate with you is that we don't do that. Our faith is blind. We will go to the edge and say, I think I need to jump and not see a bridge and trust that it will appear after we jump. (laughs) Yeah, not Physical way, but in, in every, <laughs> but in every other right. way, that's really what I have been doing more times than I can count, do, dozen, dozens and dozens and dozens of times since 1975. Mm-hmm. Big things, mm-hmm. little things every single day. It's just I've had probably 50 to 100 big things that were like, wow, that happened. Yeah. <laughs> or that yeah. happened. And it was just right. amazing, and and plus little things every single day, and and what it does is when you're able to just because you can we all have instincts, and when our instincts say yes, go for it, you just yes. I, I just jump, and I don't even question it because my my 
I have such a strong sense of it that I just know mm-hmm. I have to do this. And every mm-hmm. single time it was the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. I hear and you. I, I hear but you. I didn't know mm-hmm. that going in. I didn't know it until after I did it. Uh, but it also well, works opposite. If we have a bad feeling about something, it also means listen to that as well. We all sure. have this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, um, one of the things I think that people uh, kind of silence that intuition when their fear takes over and it's about money. So they try to consider every, you know, angle, option, you know, on their decision of yes or no. And in your chapter, you didn't worry about money at all. Strangely enough, (laughs) I will say that the one thing that has worried me the most my entire life was the issue of money because I'm on my Mm -hmm. own. I've always carved my own path. Money was Mm -hmm. never, money was always a struggle. And yet the times, and yet it's been miraculously provided when I really needed it. And Mm -hmm. it's like, that's pretty amazing. And it, it, each time something like that happens, it just reinforces, oh, yeah, this is real. I can trust this. It's going to be okay. Absolutely. And it mm-hmm. always is. Yeah. So, you know, with uh, my philosophy is, you know, you, you have to it, – it's love or it's money. It, you can't honor both, right? And so what you're saying in your chapter – literally is that each time you honored yourself your instincts and that is loving yourself it's like no i'm just going to trust and go and it pays off every single time is there something like like something you can share with us that was like wow that happened well the most recent a couple of a couple of the bigger things regarding money uh were uh, let's say uh summer of 2007 I had a very strong intuition I needed to buy a house. I had never wanted to, never thought about it, and and and, and being self-employed and have no money on paper, uh, I could not, there's no way I could do it myself. And a friend that I met, well, okay, backtrack. So that was uh, 2007. So 1982 or three. I had a dream to move to Lake Tahoe, which I did, and I met a person who became a lifelong friend. Okay, 2007, he he got the house loan for me, and I paid him the mortgage. <laughs> so I own, mm-hmm. I own the house because of this friend. Uh, and then two years ago, I, I uh, the other thing was, well, there, there must be something else I could do. I'm in debt to this friend, you know, whatever. And so I, I was able to apply for reverse mortgage, and I qualified, and I have enough money now to do the things I need to do for my work, for my books. Mm-hmm. And only because everything has ha- everything I've been able to do with the books has happened since then because of the reverse okay. mortgage, and I see it as a godsend because, because <laughs> there was no way I could get a regular house loan. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I could get a reverse That's- mortgage. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I, I I just know that amazing things uh, keep happening, and and it's just mm-hmm. like my mind is just like exploding with you know it's like this is incredible. Mhm. It is incredible. I mean, how many people have a friend in their life who would be willing to take on that mortgage, right? I know. And then have you moved in? Yeah, it's a blessing. That is that is like you know finding the needle in the haystack. It is, and it came to you. It's pretty mm-hmm. incredible. It's pretty incredible. <laughs> so and, mm-hmm. and so it's like, so it's like I'm doing my work, uh, and which is listening to the calling, and and trusting my and ta- giving my talents, and honoring mm-hmm. that with the full intention of being in service to do my part for the greater good, and uh, yes. as a result of that, my basic needs are provided. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's doing God's work. You know, and to your point about, um, you know, when, whenever you need it, you had it, right? I totally understand that, and this is why you and I resonate. I mean, I'm literally with your whole chapter because I had made a newsletter called the library and I was saying, you know, you need to go to the library and ask and the library will always answer you. But 
it won't give you an answer until you need it. So if you don't have the answer, you don't need it. Stop worrying about it. Yeah. <laughs> so there's no need to worry about the little stuff at all. Yeah. And the big stuff mm-hmm. is learning to trust that the answer will be there and, and just – that doesn't mean I'm sitting on my, sitting and doing nothing. Right. <laughs> you have to right. be proactive. You can't just wait for the bridge to appear. You have to right. you have to take that leap of faith in yourself and in your path, and you know mm-hmm. who you are. We all know in our gut who we are and what we mm-hmm. are meant to be. We mm-hmm. and, and we just have to act on that in faith. So it, it takes action. We have to act in faith mm-hmm. on ourselves and in our talents mm-hmm. and on the per, and why we feel we're here, whatever that is, and it's different for everybody. But when we do that, uh, every t- every step we take, something else appears in front of us. Mm-hmm. I agree completely. You know, there might be some people listening, though, that, you know, feel like, first of all, they don't know what they're good at. They don't know what their heart is calling. They don't have a passion or an interest, and therefore they have no belief. It's like, how do you get on that path of following your intuition you know, and crossing over and getting used to it. It's the little things every day. There are little things that we're drawn to every day. Uh, we have interests, act, activities, hobbies, the kinds of people we feel good about, people who raise and lift us up and bring out the best in us, people who inspire us, movies and books that inspire us, things that we gravitate to that make us feel like we're part of something bigger than ourselves. That Through that journey is how we recognize and, and open up to and discover something more. But what I have found is uh, it's always expanding and we're always developing more abilities than we knew we had. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. More abilities than we knew we had. Like what? This is exciting. (laughs) Started writing at the age of 12 because a fifth grade English teacher said, you can write. And I'm going, me? Really? (laughs) So I started writing. And and then from there it was, uh, and I didn't have uh, psychic abilities or clairvoyant abilities until after this awakening which i think may have been a spontaneous kundalini experience uh but it didn't know at the time all i know it was it was life-changing uh but i didn't until then i didn't have a higher insights and higher intuition and an natural instinct for knowing what to do and what not to do that heightened it but I think it was always there. I just wasn't aware of it. Um, what I've discovered since then is like, oh, is that what that is? Because I was having mental pictures, and I was envisioning things and, and, and all of that, and I realized many years after the fact that, is that clairvoyance? Oh, I get it. Because <laughs> I didn't know. Mm. It, just, it was just natural to me. Um, but mm-hmm. what I've discovered is the more we work with any of our aptitudes, the stronger they get. It's like a, any muscle that we exercise. It's the same thing. It's a brain aptitude. I also feel that, that we have these innate abilities not only genetically or in our brain, but also as part of our soul imprint. We all, we all come in with talents and interests that are part of who we are, and that's how we serve others. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So let me reiterate that. Our talents and interests. Some people are interested and, in, you know, typically artistic in some way. But yes. we have been trained not to follow that because, you know, that doesn't make any money. So we're, you know, thrown into the, the corporate world and or whatever it is we're trying to do, our education, trying to follow this path of, you know, this is what they tell me I have to do in order to make money. So I'm just following the herd, trying to, to get there. When really what you're saying is that gift is inside of you. You need to follow that. Well, there's two things that in is, a practical way. We do, mm-hmm. It is important to be pragmatic 
we do have to pay our bills and we and and we and it's nice to be comfortable. <laughs> it's nice to have mm-hmm. a place yeah. to live and food to eat and transportation. These are the things that make life okay. Uh, but there there is a question of looking for ways that you can bridge or or do a composite. There's you know, find a way to utilize talents and abilities um through through work. Through through jobs, through volunteerism, uh, nonprofit work. Uh, for myself, I because I had a natural aptitude for uh, language, apparently uh, words and 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 grammar and and things like that. Every single job I ever had, starting at, well, starting at the very beginning, uh, I I was editing and writing whether they wanted me to or not. On every job I ever did, I worked for decades uh-huh. uh, doing clerk, clerk work and secretarial work, and uh, and I edited and wrote anything I could get my hands on. As I just did it. I also was good at organizing, and so I often reorganized things. But that's how I developed the abilities and and honed mm-hmm. honed the abilities through practice and just doing it day in and day out. Uh, until I had confidence, like, oh, I can do this. So I went out on my own. Mm-hmm. So what you're saying is just keep doing doing whatever it is that you love until you become an expert at it. Just focus on that one thing. Just keep at it. It does, mm-hmm. you know, and everybody has different abilities. Uh, if you're a people person, uh, or if you're, uh, you know, if you want to be in a helping industry, a service industry, uh, we all have different aptitudes, and everybody is needed. We're all part of a mosaic, and mm. all of our talents and abilities are needed for the whole, and we each just do our yeah. part. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that word, mosaic. What a beautiful way to look at all of us, you know, because in my mind, I just see all these colors and interests and shapes. And that's really how we should see ourselves, you know, as a whole, instead of the dividing lines that we give ourselves and, um, you know, create all this dissension and hate and discrimination. And it shouldn't be like that at all. It's a mosaic of beauty. You're absolutely right. Basically, a tapestry as well, where you know, where all of humanity, each of us is like a thread in a tapestry. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it takes all of us to work as working as a whole uh, to make an improvement or to make changes or to make things better. And uh, and we're all needed. Every single voice, every single heart is needed to make things better. Right. For the whole. right. You know, and that's, that can, I mean, that is very profound what you're saying. And um, I hope the listeners understand how profound that is because sometimes we get lost, you know, in our value. We don't know what we're going to contribute and we see life as competition and we don't know how we're going to fit in, you know, in any industry that we might be interested in. We just don't know how we're going to fit in. But if you change your perception to, no, I'm supposed to be here. <laughs> you know, I'm supposed to do whatever it is that I do. I, what is my contribution here? I'm just contributing. It's, it's like if we were making soup and my job is to cut the carrots. I just have to cut the carrots. Yeah. You don't have to compete with anybody. Just do your job. <laughs> exactly. Not only that, but in jobs where, you know, like a, in, in jobs, <laughs> in jobs where there are personal personal conflicts and whatever, you, uh, the other thing I have learned is it's not so, uh, yeah it's what we do is important but another way of looking at it when it comes to why am I in this job uh, one reason might be not it's not just the job it's who you're with it, it's it's the people we're interacting with which is why we're there either what we're mm-hmm. learning or what we're sharing mm-hmm that's right. Huge point. That's that is so true. You don't know who's going to come into your life who's going to change everything, and uh, you don't know whose life you're going to change. Absolutely. That's the beauty of living. All we have is each other. And then we're here to serve each other. What else are we going to do? <laughs> and and, so, and learning to embrace that makes 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 just being in the world easier. 
And it also mm-hmm. teaches us to appreciate ourselves as well as others. Mm-hmm. And we need Right. Well, okay, so we need to appreciate ourselves as well as others. If we don't appreciate ourselves, we're going to find fault in others because we're constantly having to um, basically measure up. You know, and that's, and that's is, where that. Yes. I'm sorry. Say it again. I lost you. There is no measuring up. It's just like right. learn, learn, coming to realize that, okay, we can compete against ourselves. <laughs> yes. Keep, just keep honing, mm-hmm. keep getting it, keep improving on that one, on, on who we are, because mm-hmm. we all have things that we are improving on, and uh, we have enough to keep ourselves busy without think, worrying about what other people are doing. Amen. Mm-hmm. So true. Um, okay, you said in here that you meditated, and I love meditation, for two hours a daily deep two-hour meditation to connect with your inner self. That's awesome. <laughs> well, so when, I don't say. Tell me. <laughs> but during that particular yeah. time, uh, when I had, uh, that that's the story number two about I need to quit the job. Uh, I was just, even though they were great to me on the job, they let me, I was creative, they let me do my thing. And they appreciated me, and all of that was terrific. But I just felt like a fish out of water, uh, and that was one of my clues that I there's I need to be doing something else. And and so that was one of the stories where I quit in faith in myself. And then I said to myself, now what am I going to do for money? And immediately after I immediately I already I had already quit the job. So I made the act, mm-hmm. acted first and said, now what do I do? And what do I do from an inner voice said unemployment? So that was like, oh, it hadn't even occurred to me. So mm. that's why I didn't have to think about money. For six months I gave it no thought at all, which was probably the only time in my life, zero thought about money. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, So that was for a period of seven weeks. I was just hungry. I had a, a longing. Uh, in my core to connect with my deep self, my true, I, I just need, I felt the need to do that. And so I did meditate for two hours a day, which was unusual, is unusual, but at the time that's what I needed to fill the hunger. And I didn't know until I got to the other, until seven weeks into that, all of a sudden, a shift in insight and awareness to a, a, a another level came upon me, and that's what. And out of that practice, perhaps it's dedication, perhaps it's commitment. I don't know what it is, but as a result of that, I wrote five books in five months. That's and incredible. I know, and 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 wow. they're all on different topics. And that's five of the books that are I'm, I have out now. They're all on different topics, and uh, but they all have have the similar thread or theme. And and it, but I, it's all you know. <laughs> it's all about listening to yourself. You know, when you listen okay. to yourself, you have no idea where it might take you. Oh, it's so beautiful. I mean, I'm. And it feels I, good. I, it feels so good. You're, you're literally following your bliss and. When it's you follow bliss. your bliss, yeah, yes. magical it, it just feels really happen. good. That's the best reason for doing it, mm-hmm. and and everything exactly. else is a benefit. You know, as an out as a benefit, but it really feels good. Uh, and then mm-hmm. you have to come back to earth, <laughs> mm-hmm. and you have to take it out into the world. And because uh, the other part's easy for me, that's effortless for me. But figuring out how to get it out to reach people, that's the challenge. For the right. But, uh, but but that's what we're here for, and that's why I'm here, mm-hmm. is to share whatever. Well, whatever. No, we all have our part to play, and, and so I'm sharing what I'm getting, um, you know. Yeah, but you see, you know, so even that right there, it seems like a little hiccup. You know, it's like, all right, well, I got this download, and um, I have so much to say, and you're putting out all this material, 
but you're like, oh, but I don't know how to get it out to people. That's where our faith comes in again because you were given the message. All you needed to do was deliver the message. And God will take it from there. It's like, okay, now you delivered. You did your job. You did your part. I'll do the rest. And I think that, you know, those who are meant to hear your message, to read your books, to be in contact with you, everybody will come to you who's meant to be there. I don't think we need to worry so much about that. Amazing opportunities come up. Remember every day, yes. (laughs) That's the thing that's easier to remember day by day, year by year. Uh, that's like, I know I'm doing what I'm to be doing, and things mm-hmm. are opening up and expanding where it's going. I have no control over that. I'm doing everything I possibly can, and the rest of it is like, well, it's going to be really interesting to see what happens. Mm-hmm. Oh, every day. It, you know, it, every- even that thought, you know, interesting to see what happens. Immediately my mind goes to, yeah, in the years to come, but really it's not that at all. It's instant. You don't know what's going to happen 10 minutes from now. You could, when we hang out, we could be, have, get another phone call and change your whole life. That's so true. We always have to That's true. be in that expectancy mode. Yeah. It is. It is. It, but the, the thing that is fun, uh, so, so the curiosity is kind of what keeps you going. Like, this is really interesting. I wonder what's going to happen next. <laughs> because, mm-hmm. And actually, this year, that's what the whole year has been like. It's like one thing after another. It's like I, just, I can hardly keep up. Things are moving mm-hmm. so fast. And it's like I this is it. really – it's also very busy. Uh, and it's like, is this what success feels like? <laughs> you know, nonstop, <laughs> you know. Something is happening nonstop, and, and yet it and yet it all feels like it's part of the bigger picture. Oh yeah, a plan, a plan indeed. Something is um, happening, and all I know is I'm 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 going along for the ride. And so mm-hmm. there are periods of time, and the, the first six months of this year, Jan, well actually December through June, I was riding a tsunami, and uh, I'm now not on the tsunami. It's like, you know, so, <laughs> but that's wow. it's pretty incredible, mm-hmm. and I still have things mm-hmm. I have to finish, but the tsunami, when mm-hmm. you're riding a tsunami wave, it's like, wow, and you just mm-hmm. hang on, you just ride it, you know, you just go with mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, you made a really good point. I don't want to skip over it. Um, when you were talking about, you don't know where it's going to go. But you you literally are in that expectancy mode, excited, like you don't know what's coming. But you're excited to see what life has to bring you. What's going to come today? I don't know. That's the difference. That attitude right there speaks for your belief in following your instincts, knowing that you're on the right track because whatever comes, your instincts are going to tell you, yeah, you need to do this. That's Where true. people who... Yeah, I suffer from depression who dread another day. You know, they're not even going to see the sun come up. They don't want to know what's out there. These are the ones we want to help to to show them, no, there is another side. You know, and you and I talking about it right now, both of us are vouching for there is another side. You can actually wake up excited because you don't know what's going to happen today instead of fearing it. And something amazing, or even a small, you, most days it's small things. But so it's learning to recognize the unexpected miracles that happen every day, the little mm-hmm. tiny ones that don't are, that are yes. not loud or big. Little mm-hmm. tiny things happen every day. It doesn't mean it's 100% all day every day. There's a mm-hmm. yin and yang. There's an up and down. There's, you know, and it's like, and it and it's you're not flying high all the time, you know. There there are many there's there's cycles, but but just you know just being being open to the idea that something I didn't look for, something I didn't anticipate, something nice is going to happen, and I don't know what it is. And so it's having that sense of curiosity, perhaps, that helps uh, pull us forward and keep us moving toward that. Uh, and really a journey of, of exploration and discovery. Mm-hmm. I agree with that wholeheartedly. So those tiny little things 
are signs from the universe that you're on the right track. So you have to be open to them and yes. notice those tiny little signs in order to get the big messages. Right? Yes. Well, for example, <laughs> just just this one tiny thing. A couple of days ago, leaving the grocery store, and, and uh, here I am, 74, and this really good-looking guy in his mid-30s, says uh says hi in a nice big bright way or whatever you know and i mm-hmm. i am wearing a t-shirt with angel wings on it and i said oh you're another angel <laughs> and mm-hmm. and uh he said well i don't think so and i said well it takes a long time to figure it out <laughs> <laughs> but uh-huh. it was just an unexpected pleasant kind of little interaction that you don't expect to happen and and uh you know it's really nice mm-hmm. to who are actually smiling because i don't even smile also <laughs> but when people you know but we, it, it really makes a difference when people are even if all a person does is just say hi or smile it makes a huge difference if that even that that's huge. all it's so true you know so, so in that don't wait for somebody to smile at you and wait for that person to make your day. You have to be the one smiling. Go out there and smile. Make somebody's day. It's amazing what a little, I mean, it's, it seems like a small thing, but it can really make a difference. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it's, it's all energy. It's a, for one thing, what, what happens is when, it, when that person does that, or it changes. Uh, all of a sudden, you're not alone. All of a sudden, mm-hmm puts you in the present it puts you in the present moment and it also puts you in the presence of at least one other person and uh i had an interaction th- that same day uh with someone in in uh in a customer service line and i just said oh, i like your hat i did <laughs> but it also uh-huh. I, and i'm not always talkative although it gets easier year by year uh but because I am not, uh, I, I'm in a, I'm an introvert by nature, but mm-hmm. uh, but the I'm finding that uh, it's easier and easier to open my mouth, and when I do, I can't shut up, and uh, but that's just it's coming from my core, it's coming from my my being, and uh, anyway, mm-hmm. it opened up a conversation that was really that felt good, but it's like it's just incredible how it opens you up to being present in the moment. And interacting, and not by your, and not feel, and you're not just you. Mhm. Yeah, you're not just you. Man, that's again, that's powerful. Part of something else, a part of something bigger than you. Mhm. Yes, I have. I'm not walking uh, around like this all the time. I don't walk around with a grin on my face all the time. But being present and being aware and just being open uh, makes a difference. Right. And, and, you know, I think everybody can, you know, relate to being in their own head wherever you are. You know, i got to stop and get yeah. gas. I'm at the grocery store. I'm, you know, wherever right. it is I have to be, I have to do. You're in your head and by yourself and you're not paying attention to anybody else because you just have a job to do. Right. And you're talking, yeah, when you're talking about slowing down and being present, you know, when you get gas, you know, smile at the person getting gas in front of you. So now and what I'm why doing not? Because- I am consciously mm-hmm. making a decision every day, slow down, be present. Well, not every day, but, so, mm-hmm. but I work at it. But slow down, mm-hmm. be present, and be aware uh, because because my mind moves very fast. And it's like, okay, just pull back. It's not that big a hurry. And I remind myself, so I consciously make a choice and remind myself. And when I do that, uh, there is better flow. I'm more open to what's going on around me, and I'm more and I'm more interactive, and uh, and so it's making a decision because it's not yes. my, my my first nature is to hide or withdraw or just keep to myself, uh, and and yeah, so I make a, a decision, and when I when I in, when I'm in that space, it's just pleasant. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. So we choose. You know. We, Make these choices, you know, it, and, and it's, a, it's a, so I'm retraining my behavior through that, so what I'm doing. I'm retraining I myself. Love it. 
and still and still that's, at it, you know. <laughs> but everybody is, yeah. About how to be. Well, right, and that is so powerful. It's another great point because it really is a choice. And when I say it is our life, our our present moment, state of mind, uh, everything is a choice. And some people have a hard time wrapping their head around that, saying, you know what, I don't choose to be unhappy. I don't choose to, you know, carry this, um, you know, this problem around with me every day. I wish I could just drop it. What do you think about that? So what I do for myself is uh, I focus on something that will lift me up or inspire my mind and my mood. So if I'm in a funk then I change direction or I, I change what I'm doing. Uh, you know, uh, or sometimes, you know, I'm, when, you, when you're tired of being in the funk, then you finally get up and do something about it. <laughs> but uh, mm-hmm. uh, so I, I think it's really important to pay attention to, you know, I give my attention and my energy to things that will make me better uh, 90% of the time. You know, thing, people, things, television, movies, books, activities, whatever I'm doing, trying to focus on uh, things that will bring out my best and, um, and steer clear of things that, that, that are a downer. Uh, mm-hmm. Or if it looks like that's the direction it's going, then change direction. Uh, it just It's really important to be really cognizant of what we're doing with our time. Totally. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and as, as I'm listening to you, I mean, look at all that you have done, you know, and you've experienced them with the meditation and the downloads and the books and, you know, and you're telling me how you're spending your time, you know, to make a conscious effort to do something that is going to improve you. Now, other people just want to run and, and um, you know, basically go out. They still want to be with people, but they're just distracting instead of instead of adding to their value. They're just distracting themselves from that negative pull in their life. You know, maybe it's their job, you know, something they don't like, and they're trying to get away. When really the answer is to invest in you. Just stop doing, stop wasting your time. That's what you're saying. You're you're saying no. You got to invest in you. Do the things that you like to do. You know, skip going out. You like to do. You know, uh, back for many, back in many years, uh, I enjoy going dancing. I don't do it now, but it, my my body loves it. Uh, the uh, um, uh, there are different ways of you know lifting your spirits, and sure. uh, which is the same as lifting your spirit, and mm-hmm. uh, whatever it is for the for you the individual, uh, it's like do it. You know, in Colorado. Uh, People like, you know, to get out and go to the mountains or go for a walk or go for a hike or do something in nature. Nature is very healing and and helps to restore balance. Um, my, my house is where I spend most of my time, and uh, so I've allowed trees to grow in the yard, around the perimeters at least, and, I, and I've allowed the wildflowers to grow in the yard because they seem to be sturdier than the ones I plant. So mm. I, but I like having the nature around me and uh, just anything at all that is nurturing and healing, you know, and that's why I have a dog. Uh, the dog is my companion and it offers the nurturing that I need and that's all I need. Uh, mm-hmm. The rest of the time I'm focused on just being, doing what I'm here to do and I have a lot of downtime, and I but I do things that nurture my soul, nurture right. my spirit, make me feel bigger or a part of, make me feel connected. Mhm. Yep. That's that's what it is, and I and I truly believe that's what it is for everybody to get into your soul and do things that um, find out what really makes you tick. You know what? What do you just you know, the hours go by, and you're like, oh, my goodness, where'd the time go? Because you were so involved in what you're doing. Do that. You love it. Do that. <laughs> thing is, feel good about all it. Of, mm. And the thing is, all of this is really not 
anything to do with religion. It's it's like religion is is like what people uh, when people need a structure or they want the familiar connection or mm-hmm. the structure. But what we're talking about is what happens on the inside. Mhm. Yep. Absolutely. I totally agree with you that there's there's no place like home, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's, that's. It's, I mean, it's, home and within you. When you know you, when mm-hmm. you know you're doing what you're meant to do, whatever it is, and you don't know the outcome, but you know it feels good to be doing it. That is that is what you need to be doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mm-hmm. uh, and we don't know what it. We don't we don't have the whole, all the pieces. We have our piece. And so when we're doing our part, then that there's a kind of satisfaction and fulfillment in that that. It's like, well, that you know, then you just feel good about being who you are, where you are, and it and it doesn't right. matter. Uh, it doesn't need, you know, it doesn't need to be, make a big splash. And with some people, it might, but mm-hmm. when it, but it doesn't have to. Yeah, you're so right. Absolutely, you're comfortable that just being you, knowing that you're contributing, you're a part of it, whatever it is you're doing. Oh, I just love that. I love that. You know, you're um, so anyhow when you're talking about you know how you connect with your inner self and you're acting in faith, and then you you're a big promoter of saying yes. I am too. I I totally believe in saying yes. And people are like, no, Merle, you have to say no. They they have to be convinced to say yes. Everything is a no before they say yes. <laughs> well, all I know is. All I know is more times than I can count, probably at least a hundred or it could be a thousand. All I know is countless times every single day, even the little stuff every single day, yes has always been the right answer. <laughs> now you're, exactly. you're there were a couple of times when my gut said red flag and I didn't listen and it's like, Ooh, I wish I'd listened. <laughs> I mm-hmm. should have listened to my, but that was a different kind of thing. It was a red flag. A flare went up, and I ignored it. And, and mm. it's like, oh my goodness. So it's important to pay attention to the red flags, but they are not as common as as the opportunities. The opportunities for good and well-being are abundant. The red flags are. It's important to have the instinct to be aware of those, but they are. They are few and far between. Mhm. Yep. Uh, the red flag is is a red flag is different than your own fear in your head. Yes, it is. Very different. You have <laughs> you got to know the difference. Yeah. Yeah. It's so how would you difference. recognize? It has nothing to do mm-hmm. with fear. It's just a sudden awareness, like that's not a good situation. And mm-hmm. in one situation uh, that happened in 1992, I made the mistake of of going along with with this per this guy I met and it was like there were red flags all over the place. I mean talk about flares. And I ignored <laughs> it and by the next day I was in it and it took me a year to get free of it. And mm-hmm. it was like I should have listened to myself. Mm-hmm. But I was mm-hmm. curious. Uh I I didn't pay attention to, you know, to that to that that sense of something was off. And and uh, and so it took me a year, and that was a big lesson, <laughs> mm-hmm. a big life lesson. But during that whole time, of uh, I I had to work on reinforcing my inner strength, and trusting myself, and trusting you know what I knew in my mind and in, in my soul. I had to trust that in real life, and. Uh, mm-hmm. And I was fortunate that it wasn't worse than it was. It could have been much worse, but I, I was I was struggling against that for that whole year, and it just made me stronger and it made me much more determined to pay attention. Mhm. Yeah. You know, some people would be inclined to blame the other person for this situation that you're talking about. You know, you would just instead of taking ownership that there were red flags and you ignored them and you're going to have to figure it out from there. But some people would say, no, you know, it just, um, they did this, this and this to me and then they hold a grudge and they're, they're bitter and they, they fail to get past it and be able to, um, well, like, you know, learn from it the way you did 
and say, I, I will never, <laughs> never ignore the signs again. I have to trust me, who I am. Yeah, you have instead to of just, blaming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it was. A, I mean, it, it was a major life life challenge. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, I, I, in fact, I, I actually documented it every single day throughout the year, remembering verbatim every conversation. It was really strange. Uh, wow. I actually, it took me eight, it, and it took me all that time. It was 1992. Uh, and it, and then it took me, uh, and then I finally put it into a book, and it's like, oh, I just, I don't, so I haven't, so I published it, and then I unpublished it. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I don't know if I'm ready to, yeah, it was really, it was just really, really challenging uh, to, uh, but at some point, I, I will revisit and decide, but it's like, it just feels important to share the story. It was very dramatic. Just feels important mm. to share this story. I think I'm talking myself into it, but it, like, <laughs> man, but it's so so personal and emotional. It's totally different than the other stuff I'm writing, and it. I mean, it's oh, really personal, so you know. Mm-hmm. And yet, it's like mm-hmm. oh, especially now, you know, it's really important to share the story. But right. it, at some point, I probably will. The title is "The Power of Courage," and I don't quite have the courage mm. yet. <laughs> but but I will because it's important. It's it's important to because that's how we sh- we sharing our stories is how mm-hmm. we you know give other people a glimpse into oh how what they can do how they can help themselves because we're all in this together. We're all in this together exactly. You know and and I totally understand what you're saying because it's like oh my gosh you know it's so revealing transparent vulnerable and but yet for the reader. The reader is literally reading a story that they can relate to. You know, yes. they're looking for something in there that they're going, oh, my gosh, you know, she understands there's somebody else out there who went through this and they can't believe it. And, you know, it's always relating back to us. Yes. That's how I feel. I don't, I don't think I would read your story and judge you. I'd just be like, wow. Right? I know. And I will probably, what I've done is, uh, so uh, I've been writing a, an introduction from the present point of view. <laughs> <laughs> to mm-hmm. add to it. Okay. Uh, yeah, mm. so I will get back to that. I have so many other projects that are, you know, I, I've got, let's see, seven titles have been winning the awards, plus the two memoirs and something else I forget now. And I've got like 25 other books already written since I download uh, that are in various stages of production. <laughs> and it's like, when do I, you know, that's wow. what I, that finding the, just the, you know getting all that yeah so each in its own time <laughs> but uh, I love yeah. it yeah mm. what a legacy well I mean, really this is interesting. it feels like I finally it's like and even though I still have, I have another twenty to forty years left I I uh, yes it feels like I finally ha- at least have a legacy for whatever mm-hmm. use it will be however you know is a part however it will contribute. Uh, which is interesting. The other thing that happened just uh, like oh, three weeks ago. <laughs> this has been the hmm. most amazing year of my life. So, so it's like yeah. I thought I was going to retire. And it's like I guess not <laughs> because it's, it's been one thing after another this whole year. And the latest thing that happened, which blew my mind, it's like seriously, someone had nominated me, and so I am now an honoree of Marquis Who's Who in America. For the, for the 2020 edition, which I did not see coming. That and is so awesome. I'm, Congratulations. So I just said yes. <laughs> Thank you very yes, much. Yes, of course. <laughs> and, uh-huh. and, and so I, what I see is, okay, that's pretty cool. That means at least some, my, somebody noticed my work. <laughs> oh, and man, so what I great. see is it's not about... It's not about me personally. What I see is all of this work I'm putting out that I feel is for the greater good, that is just mm-hmm. to help. We all need help. And it's, the, it's mm-hmm. the same thing that we've been talking about. That's what all of these books are, to, are for. And I see this will just help bring more attention to that. And, mm-hmm. and so I see it as another godsend. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I'm just listening to you, and I'm just saying you are just so definitely a spirit of light, and um, what a blessing. And, you know, uh, 
it's very rare that we come in contact with people like that who who literally when you're speaking i can feel your energy the um the authentic loving that you're actually putting out and the downloads that you're putting you literally are the messenger and it's making me wonder it's like is that really your last name or did, did you just is that like a the name, name? It, okay short story in <laughs> 1982 i was having nightmares about my ex-husband and uh-huh. uh and and i knew i needed to change my name so i went to a numerologist and he worked on it for like three months and Every time he went to record my chart, his tape recorder wouldn't work. Until after mm. I, until after I knew what my new name needed to be, I was driving uh, between Colorado Springs and Denver, which is about an hour from doing from a, a thing I was doing, and it was nighttime, so it was quiet. And I had a tape recorder on, and I was just speaking whatever words came into my head, and that was one of the words. And when I mm. thought about it that next day, I'm realizing, well, that's a really normal name. <laughs> it's not yeah. weird. You know, it sounds uh. ordinary, you know. And yet, it fit like a glove. And I'm going, yeah. So so that name was given to me from my soul. I love it. It's, and it fits I you completely. Know, so then I, and then I actually legally changed my name. And... Uh, so there's more to the story, but bottom line, yes, it was given. And and mm-hmm. I didn't know until uh, two years later uh, that uh, in numerology, uh, the name the name I'm using now, Carol Messenger with an H, dropped the middle name I had the numerologist had given me because it didn't sit right with my vibe. Uh, uh, two years later, I recalibrated the numbers in numerology, and it turns out that it's the same numbers I was born with, but at a higher vibration. Mm. Wow. So, but, uh, so I, and, and uh, what I've been given of late with uh, the new writing I've been doing this year for the first time is that I am a messenger. And that's my, that's oh, why yeah. I, that's my purpose. I'm a messenger mm-hmm. of the divine. I'm a messenger of the divine. So yes. take it. <laughs> Man, you know, I, I, I'm one one of thousands. I'm not the only one, (laughs) but Mm -hmm. but that's my that's what I'm. So I'm sharing what I'm receiving because I'm a part of the puzzle. I'm a part of the mosaic, as we all are. That's right, right. That's yeah. I mean, Kelly, you've been such a a delight. We are almost out of time, but you are just uh, you touch my heart. You're a delight to have on the show. Inspire me. And uh, I really appreciate you coming on and sharing with everybody. I, I definitely want to keep in touch. So where can we find you? CarolMessenger.com is the, probably the easiest way. Um, okay. That's where I'm going to have most of my stuff. And uh, I also, I'm also on Facebook. My timeline is CarolM99 on Facebook. Okay. I don't All right. done it that because there was so much. There's a lot of Okay, tech is not my first language. Spirit is my first language. <laughs> Writing is the thing Amen. that comes instinctively. Uh, tech is the thing I really have to work with, and so that's one of my challenges. And uh, right. and so I, you know, so it really helps a lot to have this, uh, Marilee. I really appreciate the interview. Absolutely. And if anybody would like to, <clears throat> excuse me, a signed copy from Carol, just uh, email me at Marilee at BritVenture.com. And please hit the uh, the follow button because these these are just phenomenal interviews. I absolutely love it. So look forward on Cracking the Rich Code. Carol, have a wonderful day. I look forward to doing more with you. Thank you, Marilee. Thank you, dear. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.